Hello. Hey there, friend. Hello, friendo. My computer is being god-awful today, so bear with me. That's okay. Um, There's a bear with me. There's a bear in the room with you? Yeah. Ooh, spooky. Ooh, spooky. Ooh, huh. There's a bear. Oh, spooky. <laughs> I love that Jeff Goldblum impression. It's not the same without being able to see my wiggly fingers going along with it, but just know that I am wiggling my fingers anytime I do a Jeff Goldblum impression. You're like holding your hands up in front, of, like in front of you, and wiggling your fingers a little bit, and kind of just like looking all over the room and doing little twitches with my shoulders. Yeah, smirking, smirking. Yeah, yeah. Peak, peak. Uh, Jeff Goldblum performance right there. Indeed. Um, Jeff Goldblum wasn't even in the movie we are going to talk about today. And what movie is that? That movie is Fargo. Yeah, uh, you and I had never seen this before. Wait, right? Nope. I've never seen it before. You hadn't seen it, right? I've never seen it before either. I didn't really know anything about it. I knew there was a show with the same name. I didn't know if the two were related. I think they are. The only thing I knew about it was uh, Pregnant Lady Cop and Wood Chipper. See, I didn't even know that. I I mean, I've always seen the, like, oh, jarring movie scenes highlights or whatever. And so I've seen the Wood Chipper, um, but I didn't know that was the movie. And it took me way too long to piece it together. And so you get to that part, and I was like, oh. Yeah. That's Steve Buscemi's foot. Buscemi? Buscemi. I say Bushimi. Is that wrong? I've always said Bushemi. Bushemi. I think I'm gonna have to respectfully disagree with you on that. Am I the one that's wrong? Look up his name and then have Google uh, say it out loud to my ears. I don't know how to make Google do that. Do I have to look up? Because <laughs> whenever I need to hear how a word sounds, I look up insert word here, meaning. So Steve Buscemi, meaning. Um, let's just look up Buscemi, meaning. What if I uh, plug his name into uh, Google Translate? Okay, let's get that. You're right. Um, Google Translate. Tran translate his name into uh, Japanese for me, please. I need to hear what his name sounds like in a Japanese accent. Or French. Well, let's, know, let's start thinking. with the English. Let's start oh, okay. with the English. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But this might sound awful since it's on my computer, so hold on. That's okay. Everything mm -hmm. about you sounds awful. Shut up. <laughs> Wait, what? Bushemi. One more Can time. Can you hear that? Bushemi. Bushemi. Like I said, Bushemi. Well, I guess. Bushemi. Bushemi. I guess Google hath spoken. Okay, let's translate it to Japanese. <laughs> I freaking love the Bushemi. Bushemi. Hold on. This is Japanese. Bushemi. Bushemi. That makes sense. So you were saying the Japanese version. That's that was the disparity. I guess I just speak Japanese. Um. I looked up Igbo, but it doesn't give the option to, like, have it said. But See, it's pronounced Igwu. Igwu? Igwu. You live in an Igwu, don't you? 
It will almost be cold in that igloo. How about Portuguese? Let's do some Portuguese. Bussemi. 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 This sounds Italian. Let's hear Italian. Bussemi. I like it. Uh-huh. That's great stuff right there. Okay, one more for the road. Hold on. One more. Yiddish. Let's wrap this bit up. Hold on. Yiddish didn't have it. Nope. Persian neither. Hold on. Hawaiian. So. Hold on. Norwegian. Hold on. Busemi. That's Norwegian. Busemi. Busemi. Well, no matter how you hey. say his name, he was a Hold on, hold on. What? Huh? This, this girl kind of sounds like me. Wait. She does. Huh. She does kind of sound like you. Busemi. 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 Okay. Now that well, we've established that. Well, no matter how you say his name, uh... He was in the movie we watched. Yep. He's fucking goofy. Um, okay, so I actually did take notes this go-around. Like we said we would. I did You it. took notes? I took notes. Good. They're probably not great notes because I honestly don't have a whole lot uh, of analysis running through my brain as I'm watching a movie. I'm kind of just like watching and just blank, blank brain. <laughs> I know, I just blank brain, too, and I just enjoy the movie. I forget that I have to talk about it later. Um, So, basically what I did is I just wrote down, like, points of the movie that I enjoyed, or just, like, things that popped into my blank brain as they happened. Uh, Not really anything very analytical, but first thing I'd like to address, it's based off a true story. No, that's bullshit. Okay, I was like, uh, is this just like some flavor text, just like as part of the movie, or... That's exactly what it was. And so, okay, everybody's in the know, but um, we're young fools, and I haven't seen a shit ton of Coen Brothers movies. I watched this with my husband, and as the movie's going on, I'm like, this is so convoluted. I'm like, this is a true story? And he's like, <laughs> no... They said that. And I googled it, and yeah, they were full of shit, man. I guess, I guess people do that sometimes in movies. I think, I'm pretty sure they did that in Blair Witch Project. Make you think uh, it's based off a true story, or like these were real events that happened. That was real. It was real. Well, okay, moving off of that, it's not a true story, people. I guess, thank God. That was awful. Yeah, it's awful, but his also is just so funny. What? Okay, so you thought you saw the humor? I did. I, am I weird for seeing the humor in this movie? I always thought that this movie was a dark comedy, but every time I asked anybody that, I was like, "Isn't it a dark comedy?" Everyone kind of like gave me weird looks. So I was like, "Oh, is it? Is it not?" I always thought it was supposed to be kind of funny. Is it a romantic comedy? I thought it was kind of funny. 
I thought it was funny too. And I saw the romance between uh, Margie and her husband. I love them I love so them. much. They're, they're so sweet. Her husband's so sweet. He makes her I breakfast know. and brings her lunch and stuff. It was adorable and I loved it. Except for that actor plays the Zodiac killer in the movie Zodiac. He does. I think he oh. plays <laughs> some some other kind of shit people too. Yeah, what else has he been in? He's been in a lot of stuff. Like he He's, he's one of, of those actors where you just kind of like see all over the place. He was in The Walking Dead. I know that he was the cheese maker guy. In the walk, I guess I haven't seen that far into yeah, that. Yeah, Walking Dead kind of sucks now. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I agree. Who's Norm? What's his name? Ooh, after you're done Not looking that up, Lynch. I have a segue. What's your segue? I was like just a- gonna sit because I I mentioned how Walking Dead sucks now, uh-huh. and I know that you're not much of an internet peruser as much as I am, uh, but I don't know if you know what the goings on of late in in the internet worlds. But speaking of other shows that like turn to shit, it you're not talking about Game of Thrones. No, I'm talking about Supernatural. Remember that show that I was, like, really fucking into? Yeah, Uh, I I used Tumblr um, in 2011. I know about Supernatural. (laughs) Well, there's a lot of stuff going on in that fandom, I guess, because apparently it just got so much worse. It was already bad, and it just got so much worse. That show's still going? I think it just ended. You gotta be kidding me. The angel got sent to super hell after uh, he confessed his gay love for the main guy. Is being gay uh, a sin still in the supernatural universe or something? I I mean, I guess so, because, like, as soon as he confessed, I think he got just, like, dunked into turbo hell. Um, I thought that, like, that was what that whole show was about, was, like, homoeroticism. Just based on the fan art I've seen on Tumblr in 2011, but... They really banked on that. It's kind of that queer coding thing that's really fucking stupid. Instead of just making your characters gay or writing good gay characters, you, like, bank on little, little teeny bopper fangirls and stuff wanting to, like, ship them. Mm-hmm. So they're like looking for the gay subtext now, and writers really, or show producers and directors and stuff really love that shit. They use it to as as much as they possibly can. Wow. Sorry, just I've been on Tumblr recently and I saw all that and I was like, yeah. You have to leave that in 2012 where it belongs. Mm-hmm. 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 I just dunked Tumblr in this turbo hell. You did? Mm-hmm. Along with, uh, what, uh, what's his face? Castiel. Is that where he is? That's where he's at. After... Oh, so he is gay? Like... I, I guess so. Oh. oh. Just based on the memes I've seen. Okay. Well, I thought everybody always wanted him to be. I guess they just leaned into it. Yeah, but, like, 
like I said, as soon as as he did that, right into Turbo Hell. That's a shame. It's fucking funny. Uh, uh, Anyways, back to the movie. I looked up John Carroll Lynch. That's the actor's name. I don't really... He was in some... He's been in a lot of stuff, don't get me wrong. Um, But a lot of it's just, like, really weird shit, like, um, like Mozart and the Whale. Mozart and the Whale? Anything. He's on the cover of that one. Um, One dollar. What the- he was in that oh. biopic about Jackie Onassis, and a lot of he's been in a lot of stuff. Anyway, he ooh he was in the Drew Carey show. In the Drew Carey show. Yep, <laughs> it's random. It ran from nineteen ninety five to two thousand four. I the only thing I know about Drew Carey is anything I saw. From him in, on uh, Whose Line Is It Anyway, which is a great show. Not anymore, <laughs> really, so much. I but I love it. I love Whose Line Is It Anyway. Yeah. I think it, I don't know, is that show still going on? I don't think so. It was recently. Like, it was st- like, uh. They revamped it, right? Yeah. Yeah. New show. Fuck this. Google's being inconclusive. Well, you know what? We're just gonna have to rely on our own brains and knowledge. My brain not working too good today. Yeah, my brain never works. But, um... What are some of your notes on, on Fargo? I went into this thinking to myself, it's the Coen Brothers movie, so mm-hmm. it's going to be quirky, right? Mm-hmm. Right? And it was. Yeah. Very much so. Um, you get that fun first opening scene where you just get to see how, um, oh God, Miss, Mr. Um, Lundergaard, who's Jerry. by, yeah, Jerry Lundergaard, played by John Mace, John H. Macy. Sure. Got it right. Okay. And you get to see right away just how much of a shit the world's taking on this man. Yeah, I think I I made this observation in my notes. I think this whole movie can be summed up by one phrase, which is just come the fuck on, Jerry. Uh-huh. I'm like, come okay. on, man. There were like small bits of the movie where I felt like it an iota of sympathy for him, just like, I do feel like everybody does just treat him like dog shit, but then, like, <laughs> you figure out why, and you're like, well, he kind of deserves it, doesn't he's he? A, he's a fucking cuck. <laughs> yeah, he's a piece of shit. He's like, a piece of shit. And, like, he was not... He was not prepared for any of this. One of the One of the notes I made was that he looks so fucking sad all the fucking time. That's just... John H. Macy's face. I feel but bad also, for- <laughs> But also, like, it... Because he keeps doing, like, bad shit, right? He, like... No, wait, uh, it's William H. Macy. Um... Fact-checked yourself. Oh. Um, but, anyway, like, uh... What was I saying? Shit. Oh. He keeps doing shit that's obviously wrong, right? And even just little things, like, he filed the 
paperwork wrong for the car that he stole off his lot and he like lied to the those one customers about the price of their car or whatever and anytime anyone calls him out on that shit he just like looks down and he looks so fucking sad <laughs> he just like looks down at the ground he's like oh mm-hmm. oh like, gosh you, you did it motherfucker oh jeez like, oh, like what you've you fucking did it you did a bad thing <laughs> You're darn tootin'. And then he was not prepared for any of this shit. Like, so many people died because of his just, like, dumbassery. All because he decided to embezzle a little bit of money off screen before the movie even starts. Is that why he needed the money? Yeah. He, um, because you get that context later on in his phone calls where, like, whoever the fuck is, like, being like, hey, where's the uh, numbers for these fucking cars um, that we bought? Or something like he's being audited or something, and he, like, made them up. Like, the cars aren't real. Um, so Yeah. Yeah, and so he owes whoever that is, like, $30,000 or whatever. Yeah. But. So th- okay, so that's why he goes to these guys to get his wife kidnapped and stuff. <laughs> Which I would have thought that hiring hitmen to kidnap your wife might get a little bit complicated. Mm-hmm. Does he not just have, like, a a buddy that he can go to that can, like, fake kidnap his wife? I don't think there's a single person in the world who likes him. No, he doesn't seem to have any friends. No. I don't know how he got married. I don't either. I love his wife's voice. Uh, Jean. I love her voice. Fucking. I I just love how, like, all this really dark shit is going on and everyone just sounds, you know, very northern and stuff. And like, oh, you betcha. Oh, geez. Oh, geez. Oh, that's a shame. Oh, that's a real shame. (laughs) (laughs) I agree. I fucking love it. She's such a minor part of the movie, too. Like, she's the catalyst for all of this stuff happening because she's the one who gets kidnapped. And then she, like, flips the fuck out and everything. I didn't really pay yeah. a whole lot of attention to her, if I'm real. I thought that she'd accidentally killed herself uh, whenever they were first trying to kidnap her because she falls down the stairs and then she, like, doesn't move. And I was like, did she just fucking accidentally kill herself? <laughs> She's got the word. No. I, I thought she would died too. I was like, oh, is this how the movie gets complicated? The wife accidentally kills herself, like freaking out and like, nope, it gets a lot. Like significantly more complicated than that even would have been. But like yeah. what are these instincts that like her adrenaline did her dirty because she like flies yeah. out of the shower and not good survival body. instincts in that one. No, doesn't even bother to get the sh- the, like, shower curtain off of herself while she's frantically running around screaming, alerting the kidnappers to her location. Why didn't she just stay in the shower? Like, the dude had no idea that she was in there. Uh, they thought that she jumped out the window. It, it's like, just stay quiet and duck down. And they probably would have just left. But then we wouldn't have had such a fun movie. Yeah, I, I love how we, like, ask these questions for their the characters' rationality and stuff. It's just like, well, th- they didn't do that because then we wouldn't have a fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're also um, 
impartial bystanders. We know what they should be doing. Mm-hmm. They were written stupid, though. So they're not going to yeah. do what we want them to do. No. Uh, Steve Buscemi is a really bad criminal. His character is a really bad criminal. He always plays, like, the same kind of weaselly kind of conniving. He does. But he's a very weaselly guy. Yeah, well, he kind of sounds like a weasel. He does. Uh, he even voices a weasel, I think, in a movie, like an anthropomorphic one. Probably. Zootopia or whatever? I don't know. Or was he in that? I think so. Isn't Zootopia the furry fodder movie? Like, Furries love that movie, dude. I imagine so. Aren't there a bunch of jacked animals in it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think so. Hey, uh, in defense, in defense of the furries, uh, those lions are fucking hot. Okay, are they? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, guess I guess I can dig down deep, deep into the most depraved depths of my inner psyche. I can see how those lions were a little bit jacked, I guess, and that might appeal to some people. But those people are freaks. No, the kind of people would be attracted to. Steve Buscemi. <laughs> I also I love how everyone just keeps saying that he's kind of funny looking, just in a general way. <laughs> funny looking. He is. He is a funny looking guy. Mm-hmm. He really plays that to his uh, his characters. He does. He's kind. He kind of looks like an alien, like a Star Trek alien, like still kind of human looking, but a little bit different. Yeah, he's he's got a very unique face and a unique voice too it's just it's very like there's no other way you can describe it other than just steve buscemi like as soon as you say that name everybody knows like his image automatically pops into your brain Uh he's got so look yeah he's so recognizable Uh oh i love him i love steve buscemi i do too fun and like reservoir dogs i saw that i never saw that place it's okay okay it's iconic you should watch it you know it's one of those movies i wouldn't think that if if that's the correct movie that i'm thinking about i wouldn't think that that's the type of movie you would usually enjoy i didn't does it have like a lot of gore in it at least one scene does i have to look away at some points also Mm -hmm. my definition of gore doesn't line up with a lot of other people's definitions of gore i'm squeamish but no it's it's pretty good. It's one of those movies you really should watch. I don't need to watch it again for a few years. It's not my favorite. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's good. It's like The Godfather. It's like, yeah, you need to see it. Oh, yeah. Uh, you and I both watched The Godfather recently. Because yeah. we'd never seen it before. That one either. <laughs> There's a lot of movies we'd never seen before. I haven't seen most movies, but this podcast is helping me work on that character flaw of mine. Yeah, there's a lot of classics that I'd like to see. I've never seen, I don't know, what's a what's a classic? Uh, Citizen Kane? I've never seen that. Me neither. Um, Isn't that like Dad's favorite movie or something? I think it's, yeah, it's up there for him. Honestly, Dad has like, just in the last year or so, he's very much influenced me to watch all these classics. I had never seen Schindler's List before I moved back here. Uh, did you ever watch that? I've never seen Schindler's List. It's good. Mm. And Godfather was great. I loved that movie. I also liked it. 
it's really sad to like watch old movies with uh, actors who have just like gone down the toilet in recent years. Because I'm just like, ah, oh, Al Pacino used to be amazing. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. It's not no fault of his own. Just like he's he hasn't made the best choices recently. <laughs> I guess. I'll be real. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, the fucking Adam Sandler movie that he was in, with, where Adam Sandler plays both him and his twin sister. He was in that. <gasps> he was yeah. in that. The oh Doug Pacino, fucking whatever. You're right. I forgot. Oh, mm-hmm. that is, that's bad decision making. Oh God, that, that the name of that movie was Jack and Jill. I remember yeah, that. that one. It was awful. I never actually watched it, and I don't care to. <laughs> Just, like, the, the the trailers and the few scenes that I've seen on, like, YouTube videos or whatever is enough to just be like, nah. <laughs> no. <laughs> I will never, never watch that movie. I saw a very small snippet of it, and it's bad. It's so bad. It's bad. It's so bad. <sighs> Adam Sandler. <laughs> You're right. I thought you were gonna say that like it came out that Al Pacino like raped somebody or something, but then oh, much no. worse. Much worse. <laughs> <laughs> he raped his career. Yeah. <laughs> that was a self rape right there. Mm. Um peace. He's also I don't know what movie it was from, but uh, he does that line that's like and she had a great ass. You know that one? No. <laughs> I don't know what movie that's from, but I'm... Shane and Ryan always quote it from um, BuzzFeed Unsolved. Heat? Corey says it's from Heat. From Heat? Yeah. She had a great ass. That's all I know about that movie. She had a great ass. <laughs> Al Pacino. Yeah, careful what you what you type in there. She got a great ass. Oh yeah, it's from Heat. Oh, okay. It's a good movie. Yeah. Um. Okay, back on track here. Um. I couldn't make a whole lot of funny observations about this movie. The funniest thing that happened was when you see. Uh, Steve Buscemi's ball sack, but you could see it. Well, we watched the Blu-ray version. I I oh, okay. saw the Netflix one. <laughs> I don't think so because I was like, I'm pretty sure I would have remembered that if I saw Steve Buscemi's ball sack, no. and I did not. because <laughs> <laughs> we, we have the we have a little collection of Coen Brothers uh, Blu-ray movies. Yeah, yeah, and they don't leave uh, Blu-ray. There's little left to the imagination. Uh, no, I watched the Netflix version. Okay, that's good. Good for you. Good uh, for me. I'm so glad I didn't have to witness that. Yeah. Oh, gee, Margie. <laughs> oh, geez. Oh, they say yeah a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 That's another reason. Um, it... it that's what made the movie so quirky because it's all this horrible things happening, but everyone's got like a thick northern accent, so they sound silly. 
They do sound silly. Except for uh, the two bad guys who do not. But No, well, I'm pretty sure one had, was like, was he Russian or something? He had, like, an accent. Yeah, he was supposed to be from somewhere else, I think. I thought, I wasn't, see, like, hearing Irish. I don't know. Irish? Peter oh. He is, like, Eastern European or something. Hmm. Oh, that's another thing. I don't know why, but for some reason, I uh, before I saw this movie, I thought that that character was played by Bruce Willis. <laughs> Bruce Willis? I guess I can yeah. see how they vaguely look alike. They vaguely, like, the you hairline. know. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. That's it? <laughs> they kind of got, like, the same, like, I don't know, bone structure, I guess. I, they, they look kind of similar. Um, I guess if you glance and only see him out of the corner of your eye. Well, it's like as soon as I saw him, like, act, like actually watching the movie, and I saw him, I was like, oh, okay, I was wrong. That is not Bruce Willis. But still, you could see how I'd make that mistake, um, having never seen the movie before. I'm looking at a picture of him. I guess he has stubble. He's got that kind of hairline. Um, yeah, that's enough. It, that's enough to do it. They're both white guys. Yeah, they will also do it. You know, there is a little bit of a, like... Like, they're kind of a ballpark description of each other. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. The Widow's Peak, um, and... Well, I mean, Bruce Willis is just bald, bald now, but, like, you know, in, in Die Hard, that kind of yeah. look. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's from Sweden. He's from Sweden. 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 He's a creepy-looking dude. He is creepy-looking. He plays uh, Lucifer... In um, Constantine. Yeah, one of our other movies, Constantine. He plays the devil. That was him. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't even recognize him. They're making a new one. Yeah, you told me about that. <laughs> I'm. I don't know if I should be excited for. It. Is Keanu even gonna be in it? Oh, he take. He doesn't turn down a role. If Keanu's not that's in it, true. he better not make it. Yeah, it's true. But he's gonna. Peter Stromer is gonna be Satan again. Oh, nice. Oh, hell yeah. Well, we could watch that for one of our episodes as a little come, I, I don't know what I'm trying to say, coming back to it in a new form, you know? We could. We could follow up on the thrilling Const I hated Constantine. I didn't hate it. It was just that I didn't even really remember anything about it, even like right after I watched it. <laughs> I know. It was so forgettable. Yeah. <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> this was pretty good mic then, huh? Um what what else was I gonna what else did I have notes about? Um I fucking love Margie. Margie's great. She's best character and she's such a good cop. She did like I I was just like so impressed, because, uh, and I know it's just like, you know just a character but she like rolls up on that triple homicide scene and she just like automatically just looking at it knows what the fuck happened like word for word just it, it, she just takes one look and she's like oh yeah this happened <laughs> lays down the exact scenario exactly yeah. what happened it's like no wonder Frances McDormand won an Oscar for that right I think that's what it said on the Blu-ray box. Is <laughs> that she won a Best Actress award or something? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
she was just smart. She's very smart, and she like on she like knew that the car was from a dealership, just from DLR. Mm-hmm. Even whenever her her partner or whatever was just like he had no idea. I don't agree with your police work there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, she's goofy. And, and I love her husband. Her husband's so sweet. He is. He's an artist. Sorry, I dropped the microphone. Yeah, I was wondering. It was like, did an earthquake happen or something? Oh, I shifted in my seat and I accidentally kicked the cord and then it fell down. Let's try to be professional here, people. I'm not very professional. I'm sitting in a folding chair because I never bought a computer chair because they're expensive. Yeah. That's true. Mm-hmm. There's nothing I got a computer chair for my birthday. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What? There's some feedback there. Is it still there? No, it's gone now. My voice was just too powerful in that one sentence that just fucked up your computer. But I guess so. It doesn't take a whole lot to fuck up my computer these days. It uh it's got no stamina. Yeah. Yeah. Um I was really happy that uh Jerry like got it. He didn't really get it, though. You don't get to see. He's a fucking coward, for one. He abandoned his son. Just like... He did. (laughs) He didn't even think about his son before. He just, like, hired these dudes to kidnap his wife. He didn't even think about how his son might feel about that. (laughs) He didn't even think about how she might feel about it. Well, no. But it's just like, you know, uh, his father-in-law is, like financial advisor, I guess. I don't know who that guy was, but he, like, mentions, like, and what about Scotty, or whatever their son's name was, and he just, like, gets a look, he's like, oh, yeah, my son. I wonder how he's doing with all this. Oh, yeah, Scotty. Oh, yeah. And then, um, (laughs) the father-in-law is also hilarious, where he's just, like, trying to drive down the ransom price or whatever. I know, I know. I, like, I mentioned that in my notes is fucking dad. <laughs> and he, I love, okay, I do love how in the movie, like, all these characters kind of have, like, their little, like, catchphrases almost that they keep repeating. And, like, the father in law's was, like, uh, he kept saying about, like, where's my guarantee and stuff. And, uh, like, however much money he's talking about, he just keeps being like, that's a lot of money. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, uh, Jerry's is, he keeps talking about how it's his deal or something. It's like, making a deal. Yeah, like, it's kind of a weird way to phrase it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but, because, yeah, whenever he's talking to his father-in-law about making that investment, or giving, which, by the way, we're, what the fuck did he think was going to happen with that? Of course, he's not going to just loan you the money for you to make an investment. <laughs> They're not a fucking bank, it wasn't as a they say. It was a shaky plan at best to begin with. It, it, Jerry just seems like he doesn't even know what he's doing a majority of the time. Neither. He just He just does shit and hopes it turns out for the best, and whenever he it doesn't, obviously, then he's just, like, completely 
blank face doesn't know how to react. <laughs> nope, he's not. He's not very cool, not very composed. Um, no. <laughs> I also argue that a lot of these events were spurred because uh, Steve Buscemi kind of sucks too in this movie. He's a really bad, bad guy. Yeah, but I mean, the other guy whose name I didn't catch, but uh, the intense one, I mean, he's the one that like kind of kept escalating things. He was the one that shot the cop. Yeah, but it wouldn't have happened in the first place if Steve Buscemi would have like made sure their tags were up to date or whatever the problem uh, was. They got pulled over because true. of expired <laughs> tags or something. And then they yeah, had this woman tied up in the back seat. They didn't even put her in the trunk. Like, just really bad criminals. <laughs> That's true. I forgot about that. Yeah, he really dropped the ball on that one. <laughs> but ultimately, all this comes back on Jerry. <laughs> yeah, it's like a kind of a teamwork effort between William H. Macy and Steve Buscemi to like be the biggest fuck up in this movie. And then, well, I okay, that other guy that... Um, tries to put the moves on Margie is a pretty big fuck-up, too. He is! What was up with that? That was a really weird scene, right? It was. It made me, like... Because uh, I get secondhand embarrassment really bad from TV and movies, and I, like, almost had to leave the room. I was just like, oh, this is so fucking awkward. <laughs> it was really difficult to watch, and it was just, like... Bizarre, because it didn't have any bearing on the rest of the plot or whatever. I guess it was just more to show, like, the kind of person that Marge is and everything, but... I guess so. I thought that that was a weird scene, too. I thought it was kind of just thrown in there. And, like, you know, I'm not a great, like, film analyzer or whatever. I, I don't know the deeper meaning behind it or anything, but I just thought it was kind of unnecessary, I didn't really see the point to it. It was weird for sure, but I guess it's just to like show a little bit more of her character and the kind of person she is. Um, yeah. What do you mean we're not good at analyzing movies? Me? Yeah, well, I guess. I mean, that's what we do for a living now, right? <laughs> I'm not. We basically just say what happened in the movie, and then we go off on random ta tangents and don't get into, I don't know, like, the metaphor behind it all or anything like that. What was the metaphor behind um, that weird, awkward, cringy... I agree with you. I felt the secondhand embarrassment as well. I feel I I it really struggle with that. I get secondhand embarrassment so bad. Corey has a thought. What? My theory is that, like, everyone in the movie is, like, a dishonest piece of shit, except for, like, a couple, like Margie. So it's just, like, they're just, like, surrounded by, like, manipulative people who are trying to, like, con their way through life, you know? That is true, because that dude just, like, straight up lied about getting married and then his uh, imaginary wife dying of leukemia. Yup. <laughs> just so what? So that he could like reconnect with Margie. He was he was he trying to date He's her? He's trying to smash. He's trying to smash. Wow. Even though she was pregnant, it's kind of weird. Yeah. Hmm. Um. That's a Why pretty good smash point. A pregnant lady? He's he's a lot better at this than we are. 
Yeah, well, I'm not too smart. Mm. And that's okay. Yeah. I graduated uh, college. Oh, I'm just burned. I, I'm really tired this week. I'm sorry. It's better. You gotta just get at it fresh after you watch the movie. It's been a few days. It's been like... It's been like almost a week. Uh-huh. I just watched it today. Oh, good for you. Um, yeah. The Coen brothers have a really fun way of uh, making mundane shit, like, funny. Yeah, and I love all their, like, uh, really zoomed out shots. I feel like they do that a lot. The zoomed out shot, yeah. Yeah, like the long shot, it's all zoomed out. You're really getting, like, uh, just, like, the scenery, like, the landscaper. Like, that one scene where it's Jerry walking back out to his car after talking to his father-in-law in the snow. And it's just, like, all you see is snow and his car is the only one in the parking lot. Yeah. It's I just thought that was, like, a cool scene. Yeah, cool. It's a cool shot, for sure. Yeah. They have a lot of cool shots. They do. Because you get yeah. to, like, kind of work with that sort of uh, element of contrast whenever you're dealing with, like, well, for, like, it's taking place in the north, and it's super snowy there. Yeah. Yeah. And you have some, some fun shots with that shit. Yeah. I do really like it whenever... Uh, directors like get creative with their with their shots and stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they're not just. Uh, I feel like, and I, and I think I've I've like watched YouTubers do an analysis on this, so this isn't really uh, anything new that I'm about to say. But I feel like a lot of movies in recent years uh, just kind of. They don't really get creative with the shots. They, uh, to show you what, what's going on, like someone's moving from like one city to another. It's just showing them driving and it's like a, it's like a shot of the cityscape and there's some kind of boppy hip hop song going on or something. Yeah. And it's just them driving over like a big bridge or something. Yeah. The, like the, the shots are all very just like, too straightforward, like, boring, lacking creativity. Yeah, yeah. just some... Yeah, Not letting some, you know like, what's going song. on in, like, a fun way. <laughs> no, it's just literally showing you what's going on. Yeah, they're driving to their new town. And that's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's all I got to say about that. Indeed. If they get creative with it, that's like always been one of their things. They're like super quirky, so makes sense. Like, remember Raising Arizona? Yeah, that's I love that like movie. The quirkiest movie in the world. It is. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, Oh Brother Where Art Thou? Oh, geez, I love Oh Brother Where Art I love that movie. I just love... It's, like, one of my favorites. Yeah, it's really good. I love George Clooney. Yeah, and uh, John Goodman. Also love John Goodman. Who doesn't? I do. I do love John Goodman. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a, a movie that Dad and I started the other night. I don't remember what it's called, but John Goodman's in it. It's about, like, uh, their... Oh, what's it called? Like, Brush Fire pilots like they fly the planes to 
dump water on brush fires and stuff. And the one guy, like, dies and comes back as a ghost. And he has to, like, give inspiration to a new pilot dude. I don't know. I can't remember what it was called. But I really want to watch it now. Because we, like, started watching it and didn't finish it. Ooh. Is it on anything? I think it's on Netflix. Uh, maybe that could be your movie. And since we're trying to, like, good. start watching good movies now to save ourselves from suicide. Yeah. Uh, honestly, maybe I should look up what that movie is called so I'm not just describing it and people are just like, what the fuck are they talking about? Brushfire pilot. Brushfire pilot John Goodman movie? Are you Googling it or do you want me to? I'm Googling it. Fine, I'll Google something else. What are you Googling? Mm, a recipe for chili. Recipe for chili, yeah. huh? Mm-hmm. Over rice. Ooh. Yeah. That sounds delicious. Mm-hmm. Well, hey, what's the name of that movie? <laughs> Always. Always? It's called Always. It came out in 89. That sounds kind of silly. And it's got... Oh, yeah, it's got uh, Richard Dreyfuss in it. Richard Dreyfuss? And Audrey Hepburn. And Audrey Hepburn. Yeah. Wow. What a star-studded cast. Oh, it was a Spielberg movie, so... Ooh, what a star-studded director. <laughs> so, maybe. Who knows what the future holds for us. Maybe I'll choose a goofy movie as is my... Uh, my my character trait. I I tend to do that. I wouldn't mind watching a goofy movie with Max and Goofy. Max and Goofy, you know. Goofy. A goofy movie. I haven't watched that movie in a really long time actually. I've watched an extremely goofy movie pretty recently because I always preferred it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I feel like whenever just you know, because we were talking about secondhand embarrassment. I feel like whenever I watched that as a kid, I got secondhand embarrassment kind of bad from that movie. Why? Because of Goofy? Possibly. Because of Max and having to be at college with his dad, Goofy? Maybe. Also, that movie gave me some uh, unrealistic ideas about what college was going to be like. I thought that there was going to be a cafe where I could wear a beret and recite slam poetry yeah but it didn't happen it didn't happen, it didn't happen i thought i was gonna see a lot of people skateboarding i only saw a couple people skateboarding i never saw one skateboarder in the entire time that i was in college you never saw one i don't think there so. were always cool at kids least, that were like at least not one that stood out to me because i don't remember i guess they weren't doing any cool tricks like they did in an extremely goofy movie yeah yeah um I saw people longboard. You did? Yeah, that's more of the commuters. Uh, you uh, know. Fucking lucky. <laughs> yeah, it was really incredible. I saw people longboarding Stop from the dorms over to the building across the street. It was pretty good. Um, Ugh. Stop bragging. From what I understand, longboarding is easier than skateboarding. Something about the board being long, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. If I tried to do anything 
that had wheels, I would fall. Anything? Anything. Roller skating? Driving a car? I fall. That's a wheel sport. Yeah, driving? Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. I fall. I fall down. I never learned how to rollerblade, but I was good at roller skating. Uh, yeah, I wasn't really good at roller skating, but I could do it. I could, you know, I got to the point where I didn't have to hold on to the, to the, the rails anymore. Yeah. I, I still wasn't good at stopping. I never did figure that out. You have to put your foot forward and like hit those, you know, rubber bits at the front of the skate, man. Yeah, no, I always just, like, skated and then caught myself onto, on the wall. Just, like, slammed into it, and that's how I stopped. (laughs) How uncoordinated of you. I... Yeah, well, I'm not good at stuff. I never got good, I never did any tricks, I couldn't skate backward, I couldn't do any twirlies, but I could go so fast. You could go so fast. I went so fast. I was, like, passing by, like, the teenagers... Like a speeding bullet. Wow. Mm. Speedy Gonzalez. Um, well, I didn't learn how to ride a bike until I was 13, so that kind of set the precedent for me being bad at, uh, at everything. At, at, at that kind of stuff. Oh, at wheel sports. <laughs> at wheel sports, yeah. I tried to learn how to skateboard whenever I was like 16, I think. Um, that didn't work out. I fell. You fell down. You fell down and <laughs> never got back on that horse, huh? No. Hey. No. Once I'm done with something, I'm done. <laughs> done. Hey, I was not expecting um, the the scary bad guy to kill Steve Buscemi at that one point in the movie. Oh, yeah. I guess we, uh, we really got to talk about the famous wood chipper scene (laughs) so they get mad at each other um steve buscemi hides some money in some snow and then he's like i got the car uh let's split it down the middle or whatever um or some shit i can't remember exactly what it was like a week ago but uh the other guy's not satisfied with that it was uh i just watched it today so i know what What? happened it was (laughs) he got a, a whole bunch more money than what they actually asked for uh because, you know, a lot of that was supposed to go back to Jerry. Mm-hmm. But, so, but, uh, me, he just kept it for himself, and then he took out the money that they were actually both owed, which was 80000 and then he, like, splits it. He's like, here, 40000 for you, 40000 for me. I'm gonna, you can keep the truck, I'm gonna take the car, and I'm getting out of here, basically. But then the other guy was like, no, we split the car. He's like, you pay me money so that you can take the car essentially and Bushemi was like um no not not doing that <laughs> even though he had the guy money hidden out. in the snow he was being a greedy fuck and it got him. yeah well yeah he also got shot in the face yeah oh yeah uh father-in-law is horrible he didn't have any follow-up shots and his aim was off why didn't he shoot him like as soon as he got out of the car I guess because he was trying to find his daughter. Never mind. <laughs> I answered my own question. <laughs> I got out and I just started blasting. <laughs> That's a good You got to have follow-up shots whenever you're shooting somebody, I imagine. I'm not going to... Yeah, also, 
you're going into a shady situation. Why would you not wear some like some type of armor? I don't know. He pro- I don't know if he could get a a Kevlar vest or anything, but like you know something, a little cushioning, something. Mm, Corey has informed me that in 1987 you couldn't just do that or something. You couldn't just do yeah. that. Well, I guess you. I guess not. So that's why I guess um, he was so vulnerable and old. He was old. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, so then Intense Guy kills Steve Buscemi and um, stuffs him into a wood chipper. All you see is his foot sticking out. And I <laughs> that, that scene cracked me up because I just love it whenever Margie just like rolls up and tries to do the whole, you know, police, put your hands up. But obviously, dude couldn't hear because of the wood chipper. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty quirky. But then, it's, but then he just like looks over and she's like, she just mouths police and then, like, points at her badge. <laughs> Is he still stuffing Buscemi in the in the wood chipper? And that guy was a fuck-up, too. He was too caught up in making sure he got him through the wood chipper. He, I don't know, neglected to fucking get out after he murdered two people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did, did the wife die? She was dead. Yeah, he, he shot her. He shot her. Oh, okay. I didn't see it happened any blood or anything. Yeah. She's like laying on the floor and there's just like blood all over the wall and see Bashimi's like, what happened to her? And he's like, oh, she wouldn't shut up or something like that. Yeah. Okay. I didn't see the blood on the wall. I don't think I was paying that much attention. I think I kind of zoned out. Uh, and I thought that he just like hit her really hard. And she was just laying on the ground. But okay. Yeah. No, she's dead. She died. Well, I feel bad for the son. Poor Scotty. He just lost, like, both his parents. And his grandpa. And his grandpa, yeah. Oh, shit. He'll probably inherit a decent amount of money from grandpa, though. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. And then fucking, like, a million bucks is just gone. Because <laughs> Bishimi was the only one that knew about it. I think I've heard they touch on that or something in the show. Do they? Do they, like, find it later on after the snow has melted I, or something? I could not tell you. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I always thought that the show looked interesting. But. I don't know. I know absolutely nothing about it. Neither do I. I know that it's got, uh, ah, uh, wait, no, I can't say that because I don't remember what the guy's name is. <laughs> The one actor. Mm, You know, the one guy. No, I don't. That one guy, you know. Mm, Nope. Um, I know William H. Macy can't help his face, but it's really (laughs) unlikable. He's a sad looking dude. Really unlikable in that movie, and the way his face is kind of naturally disagreeable, it just sort of like rubs you the wrong way, you know? Oh, bless me. Wait. <coughs> bless me. Bless you. So, I think that's kind of all I had to say about about Fargo. Yeah, we've reached the end of, of my notes. Although, I did write um, 
fucking uh, suck a dick, Jerry. And I also, after that, I wrote, uh, I fucking love Margie and Norm. They were the best characters. I agree. They were super cute. I I wrote so down, um, oh, well, heck darn tootin'. <laughs> oh, well, heck darn tootin'. Oh, well, heck darn tootin'. <laughs> I do love... And you love the way that they speak. Uh, northern people. People of the north. It's, yeah. I don't know if it's quite... If it's actually that exaggerated in real life, but... I certainly I hope it know. is. Um, <laughs> I know a girl from Michigan. She doesn't really talk like that. I think... Well, where, where were they at? They were in fucking um, Minnesota. North Dakota. They, oh, yeah. Dakota. Right. North Dakota. Yeah. See, that's a lot different yeah. from Michigan. Yeah. Also, remember whenever we went to Michigan for vacation, and uh, I think, at least I think it was in Michigan. It might have been in Ohio. But we went to that, like, little family-owned pizza shop, and uh, they, like, told us that we had accents, because I think Dad asked something about it. I don't know how it, how, I don't know what the context for the conversation was, but they told us that they could hear our accents and we were like, what accents? <laughs> I disagree. I think that we speak very normally. We don't have any of the exaggerated like American accents, if you ask my humble opinion. Also, we wouldn't be able to hear our own accents now, would Yes, we, we would. It's obvious. You can't really British hear people can hear accents. their British accents, I'm sure. Well, sure, but with American accents, there's more subtleties. I mean, we all sound American, but there's, like, Southern, there's Northern, and then there's, like, an Eastern accent. There's too many different kinds of dialects in America, and we are just, like, straight down the middle. We, we're not so far south, we have the twang, you know? We don't have the twang, although sometimes whenever I'm talking, it does accidentally, like, slip out. Sometimes, but I, sometimes every once in a while, it's just like my my vo- my vocal cords just decide to do a little type of thing, and I sound like a hick. <laughs> but sometimes I sound like I'm from California. California, <laughs> the Californians. Did you ever see that SNL skit? No. Ooh, what are you doing here? No, I guess I've never seen it. <laughs> oh, what the fuck are you talking about? Oh, it's funny. That's um, hilarious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. I know, I don't think we really have accents. Uh, it slips out every once in a while. I think we're, because more than Southern, I think we're, like, Midwestern. Yeah. You know, Missouri, Missouri's like a weird, it's a geological oddity. <laughs> it is a geological oddity. Brothers. I don't know what to, what to classify it is. Yeah. Um, normal? I think we're technically Midwest. We are in the Midwest. We're firmly in the Midwest. We're, like, literally smack in the middle of the country. Yeah, but then you go, like, more towards the southern part of the state, and it's like you're basically in Arkansas. Basically. I don't know. I'm in the, like, southern part of the state, and... I guess I mean more, like, in the boot. The boot? Oh, the, the boot's boot. way over east, too. It's uh-huh. true. They, 
They don't know what the fuck's going on over there. It's not so weird. <laughs> the boot is this weird peninsula of land hanging off of the bottom right corner of Missouri, and it's just like, why don't we just saw it off? You know what I mean? Why is it? Why is it? Yeah. There? Why is it? There? It's basic. It's basically Arkansas, anyway. Is there a river there? Is that why it has get to rid be of it. there? Oh, I need to look up a map of Missouri. You don't know what your own state looks I'm like? I'm sorry, I haven't memorized it. I haven't memorized every bump and crevice. There's a river there. Crevasse. Oh. Oh. Well, I should say, that, well, obviously the Mississippi River is there, but there's also the St. Francis River. St. Francis? Causing a bit of a situation. Yeah, that's a major situation. We just got, like, a little zit hanging off of our... Of our face that is Missouri. Mm -hmm. Remember, just kind of chop it off. Yeah. Slice it off. And turn it into Arkansas. We should start a a petition at change.org that's like slice off the boot of Missouri. I think that we could. Let's just make it a straight edge at the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. I I see no reason not to. Yeah. Make it neat looking for the maps and stuff. Yeah. Let's be like, um, Wyoming. What? Isn't Wyoming just a square? Wyoming is just a square, so is Colorado. Yeah. Let's just be, yeah, let's be like that. Yeah. I just want to be a square. They know what's up. They got it. They got it figured out. And Nevada's kind of like a trapezoid. Yeah, that, uh, what is it? Is it Utah, Wyoming, Colorado, and Nevada that all the four corners meet? And it's like they have a little touristy spot where you can stand in all four states at once? That's uh, Utah, Colorado, New Mexico, and Arizona. Oh, yeah, I don't know my, um, I don't know my geography very well. What the hell's wrong with you? You, you, I, you, I, we went to a small school, okay? It's called the Four Corners Monument, and it's temporarily closed. Sorry. Oh. Yeah, well, that's understandable. COVID and There's all. also a restaurant called Grandma's Fry Bread Shack. What is... Do they just fry bread? No, but it's in the desert. Mm. And then Grandma Lily's food stand. There's a lot of grandmas running businesses next to the Four Corners Monument. Which is temporarily closed. Hmm. You know, I've never actually been to, like, a desert. I've never been to a desert either. It's, like, the one... I guess, no, that's not... There's there's many, like... uh, 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 I don't know what I'm trying to say. Economical? No, that's not right. Ecological? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, ecological, like... uh, areas I've never been I've never been to a desert or a jungle. Um I've been to a frozen wasteland. Where was that? Colorado. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I got burps. Um you do got burps. I don't care to go to the desert. I'm sure it looks cool. I don't either. Um yeah. That's like the one uh type of terrain that I would do very bad in because I can't handle heat very well. Especially like the deserts that are like like in Africa that's just like all sand for a really long time. 
Yeah, and if I decide to go to the desert, I'm going to have to get a horse with no name. And then where will I be? In an America song. Ironic. Yeah. Uh, boy. boy. I'd just be afraid of Shy Halud eating me. I don't know. It's the is. worm. Dune. Maybe you've heard of it. I've heard of it. I haven't read it yet, even though you lent me the book. Dick. Yeah. I've been busy. Watching movies. I'm reading the book you lent me. <gasps> what book did I lend you? The Martian. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I totally forgot that I, like, gave it to you. Uh, it's very good. Well, I'm glad you like it. I actually never read it. Oh, well, you should. It's pretty good. I'm entertained. Oh, good. That's good. Fargo. I feel like... I feel like our conversations are dwindling down. I'm sure this is riveting for all five of our listeners. I just wanted to get in my Dune reference. I'm done now. Okay. Well, then I guess it's time to rate this film. Or just, you know, last thoughts. What'd you think about it? I'm just glad we finally watched a good movie. I liked it a lot. What? You say this every time. We've watched many good movies. What, like Scream Team? Parasite was a good one. Uh, I picked it. Train to Busan. I picked it. Uh Uh-huh. Every movie that you've picked has been a good one, so we've watched good movies. In your defense, um, I asked you to pick Scream Team because I wanted to rewatch it to relive my childhood. Yeah, also in my defense, uh, I'm a troll. You are a troll. Yeah. Yeah. You're probably gonna make us fucking watch some dumb shit. Some dumb bullshit? I'm gonna just watch, like, I don't know. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Actually, that'd be kind of fun, but whatever. I'm gonna make you what? <laughs> uh, Battlefield Earth. Don't do that to me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make you what? Don't do Earth. that to me. I have to watch so many bad movies. <laughs> I won't make you watch that. That will probably be a choice of mine in the future at some point. I, I'm just gonna warn you, because... You can't go through life without watching it once. Don't let my judginess dictate. You pick what you want to pick. And if it's crap, it's crap. At least we'll have some good jokes to say. I, can't, I had no jokes about this yeah. movie because it was too good. Let me be clear. Um, I don't actually want to watch Battlefield Earth because I watched it once and that was enough. That was actually too much because it's so mm-hmm. bad. But I want you to share in that agony with me. I'll share in your agony. Maybe. It might happen. We'll have to see. Who knows what the future holds. We can do a Vulcan mind meld and I'll I'll feel it too. I'll feel feel it. it. Like Sarek and Captain Picard, I'll feel Battlefield Earth. Uh Cool. (laughs) I got my Star Trek reference in too. I'm done for real now. You're done for reals. Um... Fargo, good movie. Didn't didn't have a lot of jokes because it's just. I was trying to think of jokes, and then I had too much fun watching the movie. Yeah, I had honestly had a hard time like taking notes because I was just like so engrossed in the movie. I was just like, 
I can't multitask very well, so. Yeah, yeah I'll do better. Two thumbs time. way up. Two thumbs way up. This has been Film Reviews with Pappy and the Pepper. I'm Pepper. I'm the Pappy. <clears throat> I'm still using the kazoo, by the way. That's good. Uh Sound effects. Okay, love you.